Drive time 0829-913-913 is the WhatsApp line. You can query, comment, and or criticize. The ANC top six have agreed to give former President Jacob Zuma and his legal team space, space to deliberate on whether to appear before the judicial inquiry headed by Deputy Chief Justice Raymond Zonda. If I'm reading it correctly, is the ANC top six condoning a breaking of the law? Remember, Zuma defied the constitutional court ruling that compelled him to appear before the commission. He had previously demanded, rather spuriously, the recusal of Deputy Chief Justice Raymond Zondo, which was ruled out of order. The meeting was headed by C.R. Cyril Ramaphosa. Online for comment is political science lecturer at UNISA, Professor Dirk Kotzer. Welcome. Good, good afternoon. Thank you very much. I'm struggling to read this. ANC Top 6 agreeing to give former President Jacob Zuma space? I don't. I want. I just don't understand this space for what? I mean, either he's got to appear before Zondo or go to jail. That's what would happen to all of us normal citizens. Yeah. Well, when when I listened to the press conference presented by the Secretary General Eismagusule, he talked about that they will leave him and his lawyers alone to consult. That's that's sort of the understanding that I developed, which means that they basically said they withdrew and he's on his own. And he must work out, and it was it coincided with the day in which he was supposed to submit his answering affidavit to the Constitutional Court, um, which, he, which he didn't do. Yeah. Um, and uh, although uh, some lawyers explained that it still can be condoned and he can still do it at some stage, um, so it's not an absolute, but I think it is an indication of that he, he wants to demonstrate his, his sense of of standing aside, standing away from the court and doesn't want to become involved in the legal procedures at all. So um, I, I think what what is for me significant is, is that there was no agreement um, about any concessions from, from any side, but also not from the side of the top six, um, and by implication, therefore, also of government that they sort of condone some of the as some of the steps take or decisions taken by President uh, Zuma. Um, and I, at the same time, the, it, it looks like as if, especially from President Ramaphosa's uh, side, because he was nowhere to be seen at the, at the end when they spoke to the media, um, is that his approach is, well, it's not between me and President Zuma, it is between President Zuma and the courts. And that is where the issue will have to be dealt with. Is that perhaps what they mean by space, quote-unquote? Well, by say, I, I don't know what the meaning space, what's, what's the intention of using that word, but it means in a sense that President Zuma is there to decide for himself. That's how I understand it. Now, it's not looking good for President Zuma. I mean, apart from Zondo, he has to appear in court on the arms deal, and that is rapidly not going in his favor. Um, surely it would be in, in Zuma's interest to appear before the Zonda Commission, if, even if he makes a right royal fool of himself, which is inevitable whether he appears or not. Yes, he, he is. I think he's, he's, he's basically in a corner. Um, he doesn't have any many options, well, very few options left. Um, and I think what he's trying to do is to see to what extent he can sort of play the one 
legal process against another process in order to, first of all, confuse some people, but at the same time see if he cannot develop some sense of sympathy for him in, in the public, in the process. Um, and I think this, this number of people have gone to Nkantla is to some extent an indication that he has limited success with that, um, that those people who are well known as supporters of him have now in public embraced him again. But it's not as if it is a, a, a watershed event, as if, as if the power relationship within the ANC as a result is now changing dramatically in any sense. Um, even the dismissal or the acquittal of Bongani Bongo in his court case in, in Cape Town, the first one, um, though interpreted by many people as a as, as a loss for the Ramaphosa side, I don't see it necessarily as that. That is one single event in the context of much more elements or components of that. So uh, I, one should be careful not to fixate on one particular issue or incident and then give a lot of weight to that. Look, Bongani Bongo has still got some very serious charges to face um, elsewhere in the country. So, um, yes, I think everybody would agree he's certainly not um, as much off the hook as he would like to think. He's not going to get such a friendly judge as Justice uh, Klope uh, in other parts of the country. And, of course, Justice Krigler slamming Justice Klope's judgment there. Um, but in, in, case, uh, in, in the case of Zuma, it does seem as if he is fast running out of friends because when Carl Newhouse comes to visit you, then I think it is basically is the end of the line. Yes, that is so, and Claudine Mutsuaneng was another one, and then the BLF, which is a party that hasn't got any any representation anywhere in any legislature. Um, and then the, what was interesting was that the cause uh, of of the Western Cape uh, went to the um, Nkantla to, to meet President Duma. Um, so it was some of the student political organizations that were there. But again, it's not it's not the main group. It's not the main office bearers of of this movement of students. Um, it's it's a particular group. So all of that can be is is possibly there for him to, to demonstrate that he that he has some support. But it's certainly not a game changer. It's not the way in which the uh, the the balance is swinging back towards President Zuma and against President Ramaphosa. That that is certainly not the case. And um, as you've indicated now several times, um, President Zuma's sort of dying court is coming much closer. Um, and uh, in, in in two respects, with the the, uh, the arms deal one as well as now with this constitutional court one. Um, and what we have seen is likely. He has lost most of his cases, uh, as mainly in the form of appeals or reviews, but um, he wasn't very successful at all. So I think the, the, for, the, the future for President Zuma in court is, is quite bleak. No, it, it certainly does, does appear to be that way. Um, and of course, a message is coming out of Nkandla, and uh, we haven't seen them directly in the first person. Uh, seem to indicate that he's becoming quite bitter um, about the way he perceives that he's been treated. He, he now is certainly um, genuinely perceiving himself to be a victim. I suppose that's all he's got left. 
Yes, that, that is. But, you know, what was interesting yesterday is when they uh, reported on, on the meeting or the event, uh, as Mother Shule mentioned, is that it, it drew, drew a distinction, which is artificial distinction, between the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, and was emphasizing that President Zuma is, is insisting that his rights in terms of the Bill of Rights must be respected. Um, at the same time, he was saying, you know, that in the past 20 years, is already in this position of being vilified and that his respects were, um, haven't been respect, uh, respected. Now, that, that's a clear indication that he's not talking only about the current situation, but he looks back at the last 20, 15, 20 years, um, especially since 2005, but maybe even the, the drug case, although he was acquitted there. Um, and he sees himself as a person who has been uh, sort of the victim of the judicial system in South Africa, or the legal system. Um, and uh, that is, I think, what caused the sense of frustration from seeing himself as, as a victim um, of, of, as well as seeing himself at the receiving end of a, a political plan and or political strategy, first by President Mbeki um, and now by President Ramaphosa. So in that sense, there is a sense of, I would say, paranoia almost uh, within about his current situation. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I mean, what is interesting um, out of this whole thing with regards to, to, to Jacob Zuma, um, when you, you look at his, his justifications um, as to, to what's happened to him and, and, and all of that, is that he is really extremely uncomfortable when he, when he faces any kind of questioning, any kind of cross-questioning, he hates being in court. And I think he was quite scarred by his appearance in the rape case. I think that really shocked him to his core, although he managed to make a whole deal out of it um, outside the court. But it does seem as if he, what he fears more than anything else is the loss of face when he goes to court, the humiliation of having to sit there and the humiliation of having to answer these questions, which as a president, he didn't have to. I think he really misses, his, misses being president. Yes, no, for, for sure. You know, although in, in the South African legal system, uh, there's no immunity for the president, like, for example, in the U.S. and in other countries. So, strictly speaking, he could have been charged at any time. Um, but we know that the history of how we avoided that. But I think you are very much correct. I mean, for him, it's a huge humiliation to be at all involved in these processes, not even in court, but going through this process, this, this legal um, uh, of, of submitting of affidavits and of answering to questions and, and all of those things. Um, while he, he sees himself most possibly as a person who was you know, in the most privileged position in the country, and that is being the president of the country. And I think he, he expects that all of us must respect him for that um, and ignore what he has done in his private capacity. And I think that that is one of the the most contradictory elements in his in his makeup. Is is that he he does not understand that. To, to a large extent, he is now a citizen like anyone else of, of us. Um, and therefore, there's no privileges. There's no status that he can depend on. Um, and um, I think that is what, what is, for him, the, the problem is is that he does not accept that he has become 
again, although a very well-known citizen, but a citizen of South Africa. Indeed. And of course, I think once he's found guilty of something, whatever it is, the game's over. Because all the people coming to pay homage to him are going to avoid him like the plague as they face their own set of problems. Kladi Motseneng, for example, who visited him, is not out of the woods, um, as, are, um, as is Ace Magoshuli and a number of people who have come to pay homage to him. So uh, his future looks like it's going to be a very lonely one with very, very few friends. Yes, well, that, that I think we are starting to see already. You know, for example, the, the absence of support at his court appearances, um, the fact that he is uh, not regarded and revered anymore by the, the ANC in general. Um, they, For example, the fact that they didn't go to Nkantla to meet him there, but that in the end, and that was for me one of the significant elements of this meeting, is that they met him virtually. Uh, on 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 a computer, you know, instead of going there in 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 a form of reference, ref, in uh, to go to him and meet him there in person. Um, so I think all of these symbolic elements is is really a, a message to him that his his standing, his status within the ANC is not at all what it was, let's say five years ago. Um, when he was told the president. Yeah, and how would he have loved the top six coming to meet him in Kandla? Because he would have spun that as them coming cap in hand to beg him to do something. Um, and, and it seems as if he, he has been, in this particular case, uh, totally politically outmaneuvered. Yes, that, that, as I said, that was for me a significant part of, of this event, um, is that it happened um, in this way. Um, and also then at the same time that uh, President Ramaphosa is, didn't play a very prominent role. You know, uh, I haven't seen any reference, I haven't seen any comment that he has made so far on this, uh, or any even uh, sort of reference to this. So in that sense, it is clearly not as if it was an, a meeting between two presidents uh, at the same level or at the same status. Um, coming together and coming, trying head to head, come to an, a sort of a exchange, a dialogue in which they they come came to some form of understanding. Yeah, I mean, Cyril poses apparent disengagement. I think um, is obviously quite masterful because uh, he can't afford to get his hands dirty on this, and so far, I think he realizes it quite profoundly. Yes. And, this, and my uh, interpretation of it is, is that in the, this absence means that what is left, what is, what is left to deal in, in this situation is uh, President Zuma has to deal now with the courts, uh, with constitutional court as well as with the Zondo Commission. So President Ramaphosa keeps out of, of this uh, engagement. Um, and therefore also does not give him any ammunition to say, but this is actually a political agenda from President Ramaphosa's side. Um, President Ramaphosa very much wants to keep the focus on it that it is a legal issue with a legal agenda and, and not a political agenda. Absolutely. Professor Dirk Kotzer, political science lecturer, UNISA, thanks for joining us. Thanks very much. Thank you.